0: Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan. I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer before this podcast. First, I'd like to say that uh, my guest, Sean, was awesome. He was a really great guest, and he was funny. He picked on me, laughed at himself. He was very informative and clearly passionate about the subject. That being said, like an idiot, I didn't do a thorough sound check before we started recording it, so unfortunately, his track was riddled with a lot of technical difficulties in addition to that i was also getting over a cold and i was was still dealing with a lot of congestion i didn't realize how much that was affecting my track but thanks to the miracle of digital editing i was able to greatly improve his microphone and i was also able to edit out a bunch of my sniffles and wheezes and whatnot but please uh like i said this is a really great episode and i hope you're able to look past all that stuff and and enjoy it anyway so thank you very much All right. Thank you for joining us, everybody. This is Idle Chat. My name is Jonathan. And today, uh, my guest today is a very good friend of mine, prof- former pro- professional wrestler, collector of all things awesome, my good friend, Sean Burke. How's it going, man? It's going good. How, how, blah, blah, blah. Look at that. People are drinking right now and they had to take
1: shots for every time I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of hammered people. Cause that's awesome. Gonna happen a lot of I'm not editing that out either. No, I would leave that right there. That's a hell of a kickoff. <laughs> hey, it bothers me that you introduce yourself as Jonathan. But that's my name. I know, but it freaks me out. <laughs> Why? I noticed that when I listened to the other one. I don't know. I've never called you Jonathan. Well, you don't have to. It's either John or Idol or... Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, but don't that's kind of how
0: but... we, you met me as Johnny Idol, yeah. so... Jonathan freaks me out. The uh, whole formal... Uh, no, I don't like I, it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get over it, I promise. No. <laughs> I'll just start calling you uh, Shaw. Jonathan, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well already. Yep. All right, so um, I met Sean... When you started training for professional wrestling, that's when we met, correct? I believe so. So, we,
1: we were just talking about this, right? I don't actually remember the first day we met. Yeah. You're that memorable a person for
0: me. Oh, yeah, um, good. Perfect. But yeah. I,
1: <laughs> but, no, I do remember, you know, very early on, obviously, when I was uh, – uh, before I had really gotten to start working and stuff, um, I vividly remember you trying to give me advice, and uh, yeah. uh, I remember somebody – you, you can drop the name if you want, but I remember somebody trying to teach me how to punch with some weird little, like, limp wristy. You go right ahead. You can say who that is. Okay. Go ahead. He uh, might have a tattoo of Hulk Hogan on his Holyoke show back. Um, <laughs> teach, I don't know, some weird little flipper gimmick to throw a punch, and you pulled me aside. and I was going with it. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, right? Yeah. And you pulled me aside. You go, hey. Don't, 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 don't have to listen to that. <laughs> and you always had good punches, too. So then you Thanks. put me aside and you were kind of like, you were trying to show me how to like really like lay him in there and everything. So mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool. And then I vividly remember um, before I, I, maybe I had one or two matches or something like that. Um, and we both live in the same town. I remember you picking up the phone one day and calling me and just, there was a local show up at the Turnverein. Yeah. It was running. It wasn't, it wasn't heresy yet. Uh, I think it was Mike Lynch, maybe. Yeah. And you were like, Hey, you, just want, you want to come to a show with me? And then
0: I, I ended up like ring announcing or something. Than ever you were the, out the show. angriest Ring announcer yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, it was. I remember that. It was so great. Just, yeah. You were like, and the following <laughs> match is scheduled for one fall <laughs> with a twenty minute time. It was amazing. It was the greatest thing. I'm like, wow, this Ring announcer is pissed. What's going on with this guy? <laughs> and promos out there, man. Yeah, why not, dude? Why <laughs> not? Uh, yeah, and it, I, I know we like we travel, We did some. Show. I remember we did a. Um, we did a show out in. Well, I was in Rhode Island somewhere for for Tommy D. Oh god. Tommy D and one I remember her shows. Yeah, one of the I fair shows those. and we went out and we and we were working together and I I remember like I literally said to you, "All right, I'm, I'm going up. up to the top, come get me." And then I jump off the top like a jackass, but luckily you're strong as an ox and you caught me and just decimated me with your finisher and that was the end of the match. I remember I remember that. No, cuz I remember I was like um cuz I was at that point
1: I was getting to a point where I, I would prefer to call stuff in the back and do a bunch of stuff, but I know that was never
0: your, you always wanted to just call everything in the flop. <laughs> Not everything. I like, I like to call like a few things ahead of time, but then I like to do like, uh, I heard somebody describe it, I can't remember who described it, but like if you, if you spread out your fingers in your hand and you have your bullet points and you fill yeah. in the spaces, you know? Yeah, yeah That's kind of what I like to do.
1: But I think there was something there that I had called that I think, I, I, I think we, I think we call that in the back where I was
0: like, go up to the top and I'll hook you or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think I think you went off script. I think you just jumped. No, no, it was a total act. I just yeah. totally had a brain fart. I'm <laughs> not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. I remember coming to the back and you're like, dude, you caught me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I had a total brain fart, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It was, yeah, I can't deny that at all. So I feel like we have to get to this right away. Like, uh, like you just mentioned, we lived in the same town at the time. In fact, I think when when you started traveling to wrestle, you literally lived about a mile away from yeah. me, right down the road. Yeah. And I remember I I text you. I was about to come pick you up, and I texted you and said, "Okay, I'm running late because I have to take a dump." <laughs> and I was running late, and I, you know, sure enough, so I get in the car and I, I drive down your house. I pull in your in your driveway. We're, guys, this so you guys know. Uh, uh, we're diving right into it here. Okay, this is a this is a disaster of a story, but uh, we have to. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. So it's, I, too, good. it's too good, it's right? Too good. So I pull in your driveway, and you come out the door, and you said. He said, oh, I'm glad you texted that. I almost forgot my roll of emergency toilet paper. To which your reaction is, what the f-
1: Yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah, you have a roll. I think think you might have said something to the the effect of you're that incontinent that you have to have an emergency roll of toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so from my perspective, so I'll preface this by saying, I, anybody that knows me well knows I have a long history of shitting my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As do I, I'll admit it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I, I, I shit my pants in junior high. I think the last time I actually full-on shit my pants, I was like 21. I was driving a car. Yeah. I
0: couldn't get to a toilet and I just, white mesh shorts, just... <laughs> <laughs> white mesh white. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Could there be a better outfit for shitting your you just pants? Just let it go, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No. So, after that, and I've had to shit in the side of the highway before and find something to, you know, I just I got to go. I don't know what it is. My diet, I don't know. Right. So, I, I started traveling, especially when I was wrestling. Like, you're not out. Sometimes you're rushing to a show. You know, you, you leave at the absolute last minute. Of course. Abso- of course. Somewhere, right? Oh, of course. So, it's like you might have an emergency. So, I started traveling with a,
0: a roll of toilet paper in my car at all times
1: just in case. Yeah. Just in case. You got to be safe. So you start giving me all time. Well,
0: I made the, the mistake of... Picking on you about that for the rest of the day, all day, telling everybody, Literally. everybody in the locker room, everybody that that Sean has to carry an emergency roll of toilet paper around with him everywhere he goes because he shits his pants so often. Literally,
1: yeah, yeah. like like anybody, he he, you would walk up to people you didn't know,
0: like hey, hey see that guy over there, he got an emergency roll of toilet paper with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. It was merciless. Yeah, awful, yeah. awful, and and you know, expected, deserved, deserved, right. but oh, still, yeah. Yeah. here's where it gets ugly. Um, so we we, uh, we were talking all day about this and you mentioned the, 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 the street street three strikes and you're out rule. Yep. Yeah, there's a rule. Like if you get the yep. you get the, the cramp and it's about to happen, yep. there's strike one and you get the strike three and it's over. It's over. It's over. It nothing left. So <laughs> flash forward to the end of the night. I put my foot down because the last time we went out to this this uh, this for this promotion Everybody wanted to go eat dinner at this this place that I didn't want to go eat because I didn't like the place. So I put, and we promised the next time we went, we would go to the place that I wanted it's to Hilltop, go. Hilltop, right? Hilltop. Yeah. I wanted to go to the Hilltop and get a steak. So I put my foot down and said, no, you sons of bitches. You promised me we could go. Yeah. So now we're halfway home. I'm driving and we had two cars. Uh, it was Doc and I think Marshall and, yeah. and another car. I think Tom. Tom. Yeah, I think so. i on the pike and I go, oh, wait. I think I'm going to have to dump soon. And he said, did you get the strike one yet? I said, no, not yet. And then all of a sudden, it was strike three right out of nowhere, and I was actively filling my underwear up with foam. <laughs> 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 So i now this is this I mean it's happening it's I'm driving and it, I'm off the seat and I'm filling up my underwear with foam yeah
1: so i was opposite in the passenger seat and you start like you you can you can feel you don't have to see it you can feel when someone's in distress oh yeah I can feel like the heat coming off you you're like, <laughs> you're like oh my
0: god oh 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 my god strike three strike three it's right here I'm shitting my pants I'm shitting my <laughs> and you and, and your reaction was the best you very calmly went oh yeah you did huh. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming on the brakes, like weaving all over the pike, thing yeah, yeah, going yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I pull over because I because the next I saw like Palmer was still like five miles away or yeah, something. We yeah. Close, yeah. We had a good like thirty five minutes left. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. So I did, pull over, and of course it, I didn't have. A, I don't like riding in cars with with coats on. It was the coldest night of the year. I don't have a coat on. It had snowed about two feet, <laughs> about well maybe a That's foot. A, oh, about it was yeah. It was, was, so, yeah, was a, deep. There's a couple days before, I suddenly somehow with my underwear full, I somehow do the most athletic thing I'd ever done in my life. And I did like a, I like leapt over the guardrail, and <laughs> ran across the field. It's like ran across. And, it, and of course, like when I get to the trees, it, there, it's, it's not like right there. No, it's like down this hill. It's down this hill. So I, I, I go down the hill and, and I'm in snow almost to my knees. Right. And I, I uh this guys, you've been warned, you, you those this of you listening, is this is graphic, yeah. yeah. This is rough. I just I, I pulled on my pants and I spray a Y pattern of feces about five feet behind me, right? It was awful. Oh well, you 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 were nice enough to give me your, your roll of emergency toilet oh, paper. So, what you forgot there is as you were running around the back of the car. Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: screaming, "Get the emergency roll! Get the emergency roll!" And I'm sitting in the front seat with my arms up, just like Daniel
0: Bryan. Yeah,
1: yeah, I won. Um, so yeah, then you're you're down there. You've disappeared into the woods. I I can't see where the hell you.
0: Are. Yeah, so but I can hear you. Yeah. So you scream back up. Well, wait, wait, we're not oh, done yet. We're not okay. done yet. Yeah, yeah. So I I I I just I I look down and I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm in snow up to my knees. I can't get my shoes off to get my to get my underwear off, right? So I <laughs> you guys can't see. He's laughing so hard he can't breathe right now. So I I call up to him and I'm like, Sean, what can you help me, please? <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell do you want? I said, you got to take the keys out of the ignition, unlock my 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 glove compartment and my, yeah, my glove box, and get and get. There's a there's a pocket knife in there. You yell, well, why do you have a pocket knife in your in your in your glove box? And I said, well, it's a good thing it's there, You're right? Like, okay, it's just... Who cares? can just get it, you know. <laughs> so you. <laughs>
1: So, no, so now I go into the I go into your glove compartment. I get this fucking Rambo knife. Yeah, um, that was I don't feel like that was a pocket knife. That was that was like there was something with that thing. It was a two, it's a two bladed Smith and Wesson uh, knife. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I got to get it down to you, right? And, and you're down in the depths of the. Well, I don't know where you are. Who knows? I'm in the Shire. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I hear, yeah. I can yeah, yeah. hear you.
1: Yeah. So I'm trying to follow your footprints, but this is where I can second that this is the most athletic feat you've ever done in your entire life. Like, <laughs> you, I have much longer legs than you. Much, yeah. Your... Your footprints... It was, it, there was so much snow that I was trying to follow in your footprint so I didn't get snow all over myself. Of course, yeah. They were so far apart. You were like a gazelle, like, just like <laughs> frolicking through the with you know, an un- with underwear full foam. of foam. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm trying and I'm having trouble and I'm like Jesus,
0: like, I, and i I think I'm talking down to you. I'm like, how the hell are your footprints this far apart? And you're laughing. Uh, and then I get to the hill. Yeah, well, and you're by the way, you were dressed. You had like dress shoes, a yeah. shirt and a tie on, dress pants, yeah. a shirt and a tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
1: back in the day when you're like you, know, you have to go to the show and try to impress people.
0: Yeah 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 and all that kind of stuff so because you knew you weren't going to do it with your work so you have to yes yeah corporate yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. job now um,
1: so so yeah we're at the we're, we're, i'm at the top of this hill and i look down and i see you down there and i see the massacre yeah oh and you're god like holding on to a tree holding on to a tree it's, yeah i mean it's it's glorious yeah um and i'm like how the hell am i gonna get down there to you so I start walking, and I take it bigger. Oh and I yeah! I just start sliding down the hill, but I'm heading toward your cone. Oh yeah! I'm
0: heading toward the cone I know. To tap, and you, you were like, you were like, like oh, 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 oh. Shit. and you're yeah. like, yeah. Oh god! So oh. I, 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 I cut my underwear off. You're, you We're walking back uphill, and you're like, you know, I got to tell the guys about this. So I'm like, absolutely. If it was, if it was you, I would, I would already be on the phone. Okay, So. Oh, I'm walking back up, and I hear you, just in his the crying like Johnny. I don't. He shit his pants. He had to cut his underwear off. It's in the snow.
1: <laughs> oh god. And then you then you take a bath and the only thing you have like loads of hand sanitizer
0: in your car, and your I felt like hand sanitizer. <laughs> I felt like I was swi- I was oh. swimming in a sewer. Yeah. Oh. So and so of course we told everybody, and that has been the the tale of 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 one of the. Worst but best experiences uh, of my life. It's hilarious.
1: It's still to this day. it's probably, you know, being on the road with different people and got a lot of good, funny stories, but that was, I think that's still my favorite. And I think it's
0: because of the <laughs> full circle that it came from. Oh, oh from of course. Of course. It of course. And it of course. I can't, yeah, that's perfect. Good for you. So I, I wanted to have you on for another reason, too. And I, you are a, a huge. What do we say? Uh, collector of collectibles, I yeah. guess. Right? Is a, I guess is yeah. the best way to put it. Right?
1: Yeah. So this is pretty much how I, uh, Pretty much how I grew up. Um, so my dad was a big baseball card guy. Yep. And it's funny because so what we're going to talk about probably a lot is action figures and toys and stuff. And it's and if I look at it when my dad was a kid, what they had were baseball cards. Yeah. And the, the bike spokes. And right. That, right. Right. That was the thing. Then
0: I can't imagine how many like really pricey rookie cards I put in my bicycle spokes when I was a kid. I can't imagine. I know my dad always used to tell me a story about, you know, uh, when I was growing up, obviously by that time,
1: you know, the the tops baseball cards from the 50s, the Mantles, the Ted Williams, and stuff like that were all, you know, not priceless, but Extraordinarily expensive, right, right, right. And he would tell me stories. You know, yeah, I, you know, he was a Red Sox fan, so he'd trade all his mantles and Dimaggio's and stuff like that for random Red Sox guys with the kids in the playground. They put him imagine in the that. Cakes, and it's like the amount of money, you think about oh, yeah. oh, now. It's like whoa, oh. yeah. Um, but you know what? I, what happened to him and a lot of the guys in his generation is they grew up on that, and I think there was a sense of nostalgia and you like you find oh yeah. childhood. Sure, You're a little bit older, and you got your own money, you start buying them back again, right. And I kind of grew up in that environment where he was big into cards and he was big into autographs and, and sports collectibles. Right. But when I was a kid, it was toys and right. action figures. I grew up in the in the you know mid to the late 80s and early 90s and action figures were a big deal at that right. point. Right, right. I, when I, you know, I collected stuff as a kid. I collected stuff from my dad. Starting lineup figures which were sports. Uh, Kenner put out a set of uh, sports figures. Right, exactly. right. So, my dad and I used to drive around and collect all those, you know. So, fast forward like a couple of years and um, there was a show on the Travel Channel called The Toy Hunter. Uh, I seem to remember that. Yeah, yeah. He'd uh, like a- go around, You had a, a vintage toy store in uh, New Jersey um, and we would go around the country and, and, and buy in vintage, really expensive vintage stuff from people. Like, I really remember watching it uh, and, and the nostalgia would pop up, right? You'd- you'd go out looking for He-Man figures. Oh, my God, I had that. Oh, my God, I had that one.
0: I had that one. So you're saying that this collection that you have really started like a few years ago? Yeah, when I was... So I'm 35, five years basically. That is amazing what you've collected in five years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Order. Um, So... I started like, I remember I said to my wife, I was like, I kind of want to go. There's like toy shows around. I want to go to a toy show. I want to go to a toy, a toy show. Something. Yeah, there's some. We, I probably won't. We'll come with be something. I'll go there. I probably won't buy anything. Maybe I will. Who knows? Yeah, but I, uh, I went to a toy show. I walked around. I don't know what the prices are supposed to be on things, but I was just like caught up in this. Like, oh my god, I want that. I used to have that. I want to have a memory attached to this. I have a memory attached to that. Um, and then I remember for my 30th birthday, I had been talking about this stuff so much. She went out and got me the original He-Man figure, mint loose version of the original He-Man figure for my 30th birthday. Um, which is fairly pricey. At the yeah, time. and I, that kind of did it. Which is really funny. I kind of rub it in her face now because I'm like, had you not bought me that figure,
0: I'd probably still be normal. But You kind of like. Just, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, dude, but you weren't normal. Okay. You just found your outlet. You weren't normal oh, you to go, begin with. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that was really the start of it and,
1: it, and it started with I really wanted to get all the original He-Man figures. That was my thing. It wasn't going to be like I had this intention of I'm going to buy everything I ever had back again. But then it kind of snowballed. And I was driving a lot with uh, Joey Eastman, yep. and, uh, my tag partner, Max Smashmaster. Yeah, yeah. Scott there. I
0: just and, uh, I, I texted him not too long ago. I love that guy. He's a podcast guest. We're going to get him on. He's a I think you're right. Maybe we should have both of you guys on again. Yeah. That'd be fun. I would and like he, that. He's
1: got stuff too. So we, oh. uh, at the time we were all, and, and they were collecting more wrestling stuff. And they were collecting these Hasbro figures from the 90s.
0: Yeah, you're sitting with your, your Hulk Hogan here. Yeah, how, yeah. When did you, how long have you had that? And that was your
1: first cool. one? I have had that since 1990. So this was literally the first wrestling figure that I ever got. And it was my grandfather that got me into wrestling. So, my, my dad thought it was stupid. My yeah. And my mom yeah. Hated it. Thought it was vile and evil and all that stuff. And my grandfather loved it. He was an you know, old Marine. He loved Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Um, and, oh, he was amazing, by the way. Oh, I love this. Oh, he was amazing. Man. So wonder. He's such a, like, a, in my opinion, like a cultural icon that people don't think this is all the G.I. Joe stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, Slaughter's a thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and what well, he was so good. Probably the, one of the best sellers ever, I think. Yeah, very, he was amazing. guy his size, too. Yeah, incredible. You know, would sell. I think in the seventies and stuff like that when bigger guys who wouldn't sell as much. I think know. that that street fight match or whatever they called Patterson. it with Patterson. It, I think it is it is a fan, amazing. One of the yeah. best matches ever. So great. Great match. Okay, as we were saying. Okay, so this whole, now what, what is now what is this Hulk Hogan? What is a, is it a? Uh, so, so this is
1: uh, this was put out by Hasbro the toy company. Yep. Um, in nineteen ninety, so uh, the WWF had a, a, a contract with LJN. Yeah, I watched that rubber yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. So those were like kind of the first. Re- they weren't the first wrestling figures but they were like the first mainstream like right. the first wrestling figures that WWF had um, but then they went to a different company in 90 um, and these are what I grew up on so I remember my grandfather would you know on Saturday mornings he had yeah, put wrestling on and I started seeing Hogan and Warrior and really when I was a little kid I loved Warrior yeah um, figures. Yeah, and I grew up to be a bigger Hogan fan but um, <laughs> I vividly remember him going into like a little toy shop I don't know where we were we were somewhere and he left me in the car with my grandma and he went into some, some 10 cent store or something you know probably not he was 90 right so he comes out with this Hulk Hogan figure this very one right here and he gives it to me and I'll never forget my disappointment when he gives it to me I'm like oh I don't want this old bald guy I wanted the guy with the face paint <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, That's amazing. Uh, yeah,
1: this is the first wrestling figure I ever had, and it's uh, you know, since I've gone back and and, and we bought this entire collection, so it ran from ninety to ninety four. The entire collection. I say, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But it's, and I'm really picky about condition and having them all mint and everything. Right. Just because it was the first one, and I have that memory, and I, I love my grandfather and everything, so I had that memory kind of attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, I still have this one, and this is the only one from my childhood that I still leave on display. I still have all my childhood ones in a bag somewhere. Of course, ah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I keep this one on display, broken finger and you know beat up and out. Was
0: it know. broken when you got it or no? No, no. You no, broke no. The
1: these are horrible. Like these would um these this particular pose, and a couple figures had this pose, the fingers would always break off on these. Really? Yeah, and the fingers are so you know, thin and everything, they would just snap right
0: off. No kidding. Yeah. So I I guess I should have said before we started that I, I decided I wanted I knew I wanted to have you on because of your collection to begin with, but I was watching the episode of "The Toys That Made Us" on Netflix. They do the one about the wrestling figures, yeah. And it's actually, I I recommend everybody to watch that. It's actually really, really interesting, especially if you're into toys or collectibles or professional wrestling. To watch that episode, it's great. And right at the end of it, there's a there's a picture. I I just shared it on the on the Facebook page today. There's a picture of. Just a small portion of your collection with your name and everything. So, yeah. I, I paused it and took a picture and said, Hey, uh, want to come on the podcast and talk about this little bit of awesome? And then, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sounds great. And Sean has a, a barn. And the whole attic of the barn is, like, full of collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. It's a toy room now, basically. It's a toy, but it's also, like, you have, like, autographed up yeah. football helmets. Yeah, and I, mean, and all. I have, uh, you know. I have, you know, I'm a big Miami Dolphins
1: fan. Yeah. Um, but If anybody asks, like, what my favorite collectible of all time is that I have, um, it's not a toy. It's not a figure. It's uh, I it, back in 2003, I bought from the NFL a Jason Taylor game-used jersey. Uh, oh, awesome. A game that I was at, too. Oh, wow. Really cool. Kind of cool. That's there. cool, yeah. Um, they, had, they used to have this NFL auction where they would put up game-used jerseys and stuff from time to time. So, you know authentic yeah right 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 um, and I got it when I bought it when I was in college um, instead of going on spring break that year and all my friends were like you're the biggest biggest dork in the world we're all going to no Mexico.
0: it's a game yeah. one jersey they're like,
1: we're, they're like we're all going to Mexico and you just dropped $700 on this game used uh, Jason Taylor jersey who cares and years later I'm so happy I bought it because um, of what I'm into now and uh, he's my favorite football players of all time oh great he went to the hall of fame when he got inducted oh cool that kind of stuff. so it, to me, it's framed up I gotta get it. I don't have it hanging I had it hanging in my old house I gotta get it back up hanging but yeah that's so it's all kinds of stuff it's, it's a hodgepodge variety of
0: all kinds of stuff in there there's no longer a theme yeah it's spiraled slightly out of control but that's cooler though i think it's great that you also have like like the sports figurines and yeah. stuff like that and that's really awesome I, when i went up there i remember just i just i just walked around Somewhat silently for like fifteen minutes, just kind of like bringing everything in. I love the what is it with the the like the the, you have the castle gray skull with yeah. all the with a yeah that thing is awesome yeah. And that was
1: that goes back to what really started it for me because I, I I had these I always had these memories of uh, the He-Man figures when I was a kid yeah. So I was born in eighty four. The He-Man figures came out originally in eighty two and they ran to about eighty seven ish okay. And then they did like a new line in ninety, which no one really liked, including myself. Um, but the original wave of figures. I was kind of like... By the time I knew what they were, they weren't really in stores anymore. But... My grandparents would take me to these like closeout stores and stuff, right? Yeah, uh, because they lived up in the Berkshires, and there's a lot of like closeout stores, right, right, right. Yeah, business. And I would, I remember getting the He-Man figures there, but they were like so there was such a mystique about them to me because you couldn't, I couldn't go to Toys R Us and find them at that. Right. By 1990, they weren't in stores, so it was like, oh my god, Skeletor, He-Man. So I had these vivid memories of them, and
0: uh I mean, I think that's what it all is for me. Anything that I collect is really like a nostalgia thing for me. Well, yeah, sure, but uh, I mean, that's that, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny people ask you're not a, you're not a dealer, you're not gonna. To sell them, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, it's an, so. Well, so like, people ask me, well, then my wife's like, "Why? What is this? Like, why do you do this?" And I think
1: what it is is I, I don't know if it's weird or not, but like, I I was very fortunate. I had a very good childhood. I did. I, I was, you know, I was fortunate. I had grandparents, yeah, great grandparents. You know. And uh, it, a lot of it was I had a lot of fun with toys and stuff like that, and I have memories that it's weird. I have these weird memories attached to like end like this Hogan figure, and there's other stuff that I have that I vividly remember going to a store with my dad and, and buying. So that's I awesome. Get back again. I
0: think that's great. Yeah, I think it's, that's what a lot of it is for me. Now, do you have the whole Masters of the Universe collection? I don't. So I've uh, I probably have
1: I'd say probably fifty to sixty percent of the okay. original figures. Wow. Um, some of them are extremely, extremely expensive. Like, there's there's some figures that came out uh, at the very end of the run that never got released in America, only got released overseas in, like, Spain and stuff like that. Oh, wow. They're extremely rare and extremely, you know, upwards of even a loose, incomplete figure, which is not something I would want. I want all the pieces. Right, right, right. Of course. Running up around 500, 600 bucks. So, like, there's some big investments <laughs>
0: you know? in those. Did I did I... I seem to remember or did I see I can't remember where I saw. Did you have like a prototype one where it's not painted or something? Oh, so I you know, I almost brought one so I have that, that, I'm glad you brought that up because
1: that's actually what I'm really into now. So, like I said, this whole thing snowballs, right? Yeah, start yeah. Innocently, oh, I'll get all the He-Man figures. Then I'll get all the, re- the Hasbro figures that I had when I was a kid, and now it's just like, right? Right. Um, but one of the things that I've really become fascinated with is, is the toy industry as a whole. Yeah, how things were made and everything. And they um, every figure that's ever been produced goes through a process. They start with a drawing, you know, so they have an artist or somebody at the, at the company and put, puts together a drawing, pitches it, and someone goes, "Yeah, let's, let's let's go with that. That looks good." but we'll make some modifications. So then they make prototypes of the figure. And they like, I don't... I'm probably going to miss a phase in here somewhere, but they start with like wax sculpts that are are very delicate. And people who collect those. I I don't like them as much because they they literally fall apart. Right, right, right. They're made out of wax. Um, But then they go to what they call hard copies, which is basically like they come up with a mold, use the mold, and use some other type of material. Like it wouldn't necessarily be plastic. It would be more of like a harder material. Sometimes they paint those. Um, sometimes those are what they use for like marketing material and stuff. So mm. you, A lot of times if you – I don't know if you remember this from being a kid. Yeah, back in the – It was a long time ago, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um, I, have, I have big memories, but yeah. But sometimes I, I remember this vividly. You'd look at the back of a box and it would be advertised in a figure. And yeah. you'd get the actual figure and you'd be like, this isn't the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, because what they would put on the back of the box and stuff was just the prototype because they'd get the pictures out there quick. That would be at all the marketing material and that's what they were advertising. But when it came to final production, it would look a little different. Right, right. Different paint job maybe a slightly different pose and stuff like that so I've always been fascinated by that stuff don't
0: you have one that has like a you have like a, an unpainted leg or an arm or something Or I have, so what I have was
1: um, right after these figures ended yeah. um, there was like a gap in wrestling figures for about a year so these ended in 94 and then through, through 95 and most of 96 you didn't have WWF figures you had these little bendable figures that I personally hated Okay, you didn't have real like action figures Right, and then in 96 they came out with uh, Jack Pacific got the license and came out with a new line of figures they actually kind of sucked but, like, as a kid, I was so excited when I walked into a store and it was the first time I could get Diesel. Oh, yeah, you're a big Diesel yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the first time I could get Undertaker with purple gloves. Uh, okay. first gold dust figure. So, it was, like, all these guys that you didn't get in this line, now they're out in this new line. I have two prototypes from that first series of that line that are unpainted. So, it's okay. unpainted hard copy. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I've got a Bret Hart and a Diesel. That is the Diesel awesome. doesn't have a leg. So, the Diesel's missing one of his legs. missing his
0: left there, leg. There's, well, Diesel himself is basically missing a leg anyway. One of them uh, yeah. How many times do you get it fixed? Yeah. Right, right. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, I think that's so fascinating because it's like, you know, like what happens with the the cat the is just, the cat doesn't walk between us here. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Um, you have these artists, these designers at the toy companies, and th- this is really just a piece of their work. Like there's, to them, it's nothing, you know, but some of the guys, you know, probably throw all this stuff that they created that they worked on in boxes. Yeah, and twenty years down the road, they realize there's a market for this stuff, and it, it finds its way out into the secondary market. And it's really kind of cool when you find those things because you have no idea how many were ever made. Yeah, yeah, you know, they could be that could be the only one that exists. It might not be. you know. And so all, I'm fascinated by that. So I have those two. Yeah, I have a, 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 a Diesel and a Bret Hart from that line. I have a, some I mentioned, I was a big Miami Dolphins fan. I have a Dan Marino starting lineup uh, test shot prototype, which is later in the development. They just put a bunch of different colored plastic into the machine and just see what the mold would look like. Okay, yeah. Got one of those on Marino. And then I have a uh, unproduced Ben Roethlisberger figure that was from a toy line that was going to be released of like these really articulated six-inch quarterback figures from the early 2000s, and they never made them. Oh, wow.
0: Um, That's going to be highly collectible, right? I
1: it, it's funny. It depends on how collectible the lines are. A lot of times, so this thing is like it's a hand. It's fully hand painted. Oh, cool! Um, it's beautiful. Um, but I don't, it, it was relatively cheap because there's not a huge market for it, because that line just wasn't that popular. and yeah. See, I find part, that more interesting. Than I do, too. Especially yeah. since so it was something that was completely unreleased. And that was like, you only know, so you couldn't really, you couldn't get that figure anywhere. It was just, this was an idea, they
0: painted it, this is what they were going to do, and then the line got cut before it got released. That is really cool. I think that's awesome. I, think, I am fascinated by all that stuff. I looked at a, a well, really quick, I when I, I was a child of the 70s and 80s, and so, of course, it was a, the Star Wars boom in 1977, and I had a shitload of them. I remember my grandfather was so patient. He drove me all over the place to find a Jawa. Yeah, you know, and I finally got it a Toys R Us and bought when Toys R Us was on Boston Road. And of course, I go and I play with him in the dirt. Oh, and yeah. I I had the Land Cruiser thing. I had all you know. Yep. I had a Han. I my brother dug out my old luke skywalker somewhere of course it's missing the lightsaber so it's not worth yeah. the crap you know probably i doubt it very much but just imagine if i just held on to these things the millennium falcon and all those things who knows right yeah but no dumb kids they don't you know yeah. you don't think about that when you're when you're 10 but you know what if you
1: were thinking about that and that's the thing that i laugh about because people always say that like oh man if i just knew then what i had yeah um if you weren't playing with them and people weren't out there doing that and making those memories and having right. that, like, again, that nostalgic tie to them, then they wouldn't be. Worth they wouldn't have any value. Good so like point. That's,
0: you know, That's a good point. Yeah, that's if, if great. If kids were
1: just buying those and putting them up on a shelf,
0: they're not going to care about it in 30 years, you know? Good point. So, yeah. That's great. I, I looked through a, a few pictures of your collection just today, and there's a few that I found really – you have a swamp thing.
1: Yes, that is, I, that is a couple swamp thing. That is so cool. That's another that's another thing from my ch- I remember those that was a very short line. There was only yeah. there was only like 10 or so figures. Um it was tied to a cartoon that did wasn't a success, but I remember loving the cartoon as a kid. It was a movie before that. It, well, yeah. I but, think it was a movie first or a cartoon first. The movies were first. There was two movies. The comic book yeah, there's... Yeah. Comic book, then movie, then... The, yeah. Two movies suck. Yeah. I just watched them both recently, actually. Um, they suck. There, there, there's a new new series about that it, right? It's great. Is it really? That's what got me into... I was like, I'm going to go back and buy the Swamp Thing toys that I haven't kid. <laughs> um, And the DC Universe streaming service, they had a Swamp Thing series that... Awesome. Really, really strange decision. Um, Before it even got released, they canceled it. Oh, wow. Which is really odd. They only... It, it, I, I, I seem to remember reading that. Yeah. When i read about it. It had something to do with taxes in, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Carolina or wherever they were filming it. But... um. It uh, it was great, and it got and great critical reviews and everything. But it's only one season. It is what it is. It's one
0: season. That's all you're gonna get. But it was really cool. I actually recommend watching that if you at all into that. kind to be stuff. able to track it down somewhere. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. I saw you also have a you have a a Muda one. where He's like down to that one knee pose, kind of that. Yeah. That that's awesome. So those are made,
1: Those are um actually more modern. Those are from like the mid 2000s You can see. But you can see that. Yeah, from Japan. So yeah. It was a toy line that was released only in Japan. So those are really, uh, a company um, called Chara Pro released them. They're very collectible now. I fortunately got those before they really blew up yeah price wise does his mask come off does that, does yes. it, does that head the one I come think off? you're talking about where he's on his knee and he's in all the, all the yeah, yeah yeah here. that mask comes off and he's got like the Darth Maul gimmick that he did for a while yeah 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 so it's all like you know 2000s I, I like that Muda better I like mask
0: Muda yeah. better than face paint Muda okay um, He's a, he's got one of the all time greatest like entrances this is his entrance oh, was like, he just looked like a crazy person he's one of those guys that he's one of like you
1: know talk about like dream opponents that you could potentially have actually yeah. worked with while you were working you know um obviously for me it was Nash and I got to put that. out. yeah
0: that's great awesome. congratulations on that Thank that's you, all, no really that's awesome that
1: was, that was cool for me um but Mudo was right up there like if I ever had it because he was still doing indie shows in America every once in a while and stuff he was one of those guys I' ever I would like would have loved to have been able to work
0: with Tom said he is surprisingly large like he's a big dude he's thick yeah yeah, yeah. he's a big dude I love that and then I saw you also have a you have a figurine of you yourself yes so um that is actually, amazing. I actually have I have two.
1: So I have one that I actually had a guy make for me. Okay. That I bought. There was this dude I found on, on the internet uh, on Instagram. Which the Instagram toy stuff is amazing, by the way. Okay. Um,
0: maybe I'll I'm going to do the Instagram thing, but maybe I'll just start just to yeah. it's
1: my it's my gym. I don't cool.
0: have to read anything, I just scroll. Oh by the way, scroll. yeah, check out check out his Instagram page for his, his collection. It's at Flex Collects. Yes. So please check that out, guys. It's it's really, really fun
1: to look at it. Yeah, so I have a, a He-Man version of myself. So the guy was making custom He-Man figures. That's amazing. Like, hey, man I was like, I'm a, I'm a professional wrestler. You think you could do... Here's my face paint gimmick that I do. You think you could do one of these? And the guy had heard of me, which was great. You know, and he's like, dude, I could... Yeah, he's like, absolutely. Um, and then the other one, the one I think you're talking about that you saw was more of like a modern figure. And it was, it was uh, me, Scott, and our other tag partner, Thomas found this guy we were just you know how you do vanity searches every once in a while well of course yeah right yeah so i, mean, I don't know anything about that wink right? yeah we're all marks for ourselves yeah right? of course yeah so uh one of us it might have been me i don't know it might have been me or one of the other two did vanity searches on devastation corporation and we found this guy that was making and selling figures of us that's
0: and amazing yeah, and we
1: were like like he was doing so someone you know he was doing customs you know per order so someone must have reached out to him and said i want the Devastation Corporation," and. uh uh, he, he made these figures and we found him on the internet and we figured out we figured out who he was and I think I'm the one that messaged him on I found him on Instagram and I was like hey dude uh, like you know I, like you want to make sure I'm not coming off like hey dude I want royalties for the you know it was right, just right, like right. hey man I think this is really cool is there any chance you could make one for us yeah and he, he was like happy as a you know of course yeah. shit to, to kind of be like yeah absolutely what, what paint do you want what kind of scheme do you want and he he was in Spain, so it took him probably about two months, and we all got our little packages with our own figures in them about two months
0: later. Now, do you have ones of your your, your other partners, too? Do you have those? I don't. He only did one of each. Uh, so that, that's yeah. really awesome, yeah. man. That's, that has got to be one of the coolest that things pretty I've pretty ever cool. heard. That was pretty cool. Like, if I found out, like, who would do it, I don't know, but if I found out somebody was making a Johnny Idol figure, I, I would I would have to own one. Oh, yeah. I would have to. It's that's wicked a, cool. That's yeah. amazing. And that's, that's, and
1: that's one of my... It's, it's wicked funny. Like, that's probably the biggest dream, like, you know obviously there's things that I still wanted to do in wrestling when, when, when I got my head broken yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but the biggest the only real not regret but the only real thing that I'm kind of like damn is I never got an actual toy a real product you know right. a real produced right. toy that's got
0: cool yeah
1: um, and that's still one of those things like are um, you in a video game ah I- I don't know. There was a Chikara video game right. um that was supposed to be made and they showed me the original skins is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. But um, of me and, and my partners and everything, and I had stopped working there before it got pushed out, so okay. I'm not sure if I was ever on the thing or not. I think wow. it was like a phone game. I don't really know much about oh, it. we I'd have to look cool. into that.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I
1: don't think my character ever got released. I had seen the like the I guess essentially prototypes of it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't think it ever made it.
0: Oh, that'd be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I was like, that's kind of cool. I thought that was kind of cool too. But the bigger thing for me would have been to have a
0: yeah. uh, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you had you took a picture. Oh, when man. Toys R Us was closing in Springfield, oh. you took a picture and, and guys look, it's I, it went viral. This picture, it's it's a bunch of your figurines that you and you have them like waving goodbye yeah. to Toys R Us. And it, yeah. I shared it on the Facebook page just today. But I I think it first of all it's an awesome picture. I'm not even into really into collectibles, and I thought it was an awesome picture. And that thing went viral. Yeah, that they was so I I didn't expect that that
1: was going to happen. So this is this is how big a nerd I am. So I was um. Toys R Us was like when I think back in my childhood, like there was there was a feeling when you went into Toys R Us. Oh yeah, and it was different than going into a Walmart toy aisle or something like that. It was that you had like it was just toys from the floor to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The aisles were wicked tall. And yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was just a it was a like a just a feeling about going in there. It was an atmosphere. Oh yeah, you know. Um, and again, very think back very fondly, I remember buying specific toys with my mom that I've gone back and bought with Toys R Us price tags out of them just because I remember, like
0: that's how that's like, amazing. weird yeah, I yeah, am That's with, great. No, but that's or, cool though. Or,
1: yeah. So, the Toys R Us was, and it was the last toy store to still be standing, you know, your KBs and your Toy Works and all those had all gone, you know, the way of the Dodo or whatever. Um, so, it was, I was legitimately upset when I found out that they were closing. And it was partially upset because I had just had my son at that point and it was like, damn, I really kind of wanted to share that with him. Yeah. You know, especially when he's a little kid. So I was actually legitimately upset about it, and then I just had this idea. I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I, these like, I forgot how many figures I can tell you who's in it, but off the top of my head, I can't remember how many there were. I know you have a He Man. There's a, yeah. So I, oh, okay, here we go. So there's a Darth Vader. There's a '77 Darth Vader, yep. which obviously I never bought in a store, but I had as a kid. There is a Superpowers Batman. There's a Sergeant Slaughter GI Joe. Yep. Um, a Dan Marino figure, a Dan Marino starting lineup. Uh, He Man and the Hasbro Ultimate Warrior from so Series six. One. So those were like. I was like, you know what, man? I'm like, I don't care. This is nerdy, but I'm going to do it anyway. These figures that I, that to me that were really important to me as a kid. And all those were. And there's a different story behind why each of those were important to me as a kid. Like okay. the Warrior was my favorite Hasbro figure. The Battle Armor He-Man was my favorite He-Man. Um, the Superpowers Batman I never had and always wanted. Right, it was right, like a right. dream figure that I could never find anywhere. So, there's always. All of them had a story for me personally. So, I was like, I'm going to do just like this artsy photo. I'm going to bring him to a Toys R Us. And I'm going to take a picture and they can all, they all had an arm where they like, I had slaughter pulling. Yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, Vader's got the lightsaber Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. was waving anyway. It was like a retirement figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I can make them all kind of like, oh, there's a uh, Michelangelo and Ninja Turtle too. Oh, that's right. Um, yep, yep. And I just named my kid Michael. So it was like, it was, it was that. It was Weird. Kinda, yeah. Weird how that so, happens. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was like, I'm going to take them all out there and I'm going to take a picture. It would be really cool. So I waited till the day after the store actually officially closed. I went to the one in, in, uh, on Boston Road in Springfield. Yep. And I'm like, the reason I waited till the day, I, I had these things in my car for like three weeks. And I would drive over there and there'd be people in the parking lot. Too many like, people. I'm not doing it. I can't do this. It's too embarrassing. It's too goofy. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. Right? <laughs> so, I uh, I waited till the day after it closed. And I'm like, look, the signs are still going to be up. Um, but there probably won't be anybody there anymore. So, that's when I'll do it. So, I went over going to, to to my shoot job in the morning. Right? And then I go over uh, really early in the morning, probably about 7 o'clock in the morning or something like that. And I'm like, just trying to do it either. Right? Parking lot's pretty much empty. There's a couple of cars. So you can tell there's workers inside. But they're like, oh, I'm going to just line them up here. It's going to be good, right? So I'm out there like an idiot. I'm lining up my little three-inch action figures out in the parking lot. I'm trying to get like, a good angle where you can see you know, the yeah, Russ yeah. logo and all this stuff. And and then I'm like, well, shit, I can't. How am I going to take this picture? I'm just doing it with my phone. I'm like, i got to lay on the ground. <laughs> Like that's the only way. In the I parking lot. Do it. So lot in the way toys R Us. parking lot, right? So I get down there. I'm laying on my side and the freaking front doors open. Oh, Jesus. No. And This woman comes outside and her Toys R Us out, you know, her Toys R Us gear, what have you. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm I got mortified at this point. <laughs> I'm humiliated. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just um, taking a picture of some of my toys. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a grown man laying yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Like a grown-ass man laying in a parking lot taking a picture of children's toys. Waving goodbye to a store. Like, yeah. Really, when you break this down, it's possibly it's, the goofiest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> so, she's like, oh, that that's cool. Did you used to shop here? Not a and, lot, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. And then I would go over to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, <laughs> so, I'm having this whole conversation with her and she's like, Oh, that's really cool. And So now I'm humiliated, but I'm getting over it. So I take my picture. And she's like, can you send it to me? Here's my cell phone number. No oh, kidding. I'm the cell phone number of this Toys R Us manager. Yeah. Uh, so I send it to her. She puts it in like they had some kind of private group at Toys R Us at the time, like some private, like, you know I don't know, social media type thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she puts it in there and it goes crazy in there. Um, and she texts me like two days later. She goes, hey, this, this this thing went nuts on our internal Toys R Us thing. Like everybody loves this. Everyone's like, emotional about it. And I texted her back. I'm like, yeah, it went viral. <laughs> yeah. I posted it on my Instagram page and it just went wild. Like, it went insane. It was on like news. It was, I, people were sending me pictures of like they're watching the local news and like they're doing art and they'd be a porn on Toys R Us closing and it was that picture that they'd
0: have up in the corner. I, I remember being like somewhere and like a few times and like people would be on their Facebook and the, that yeah. picture would pop up or it was on TV or something. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's a really... Okay. Yeah, that's my friend Sean. He did. That's <laughs> yeah. my buddy Sean. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> Down the parking lot, like a goof. That. That's amazing. So yeah. uh, now, um, I think one of my favorite things in your collection, you have the Toys R Us sign. <laughs> I got the letters. Actually, I Actually, two sets of them. Are you shitting me? Yeah. So I. So
1: I. I again, I was like all wrapped up in this Toys Toys R Us nostalgia, and I was like, I can get my hands at anything Toys R Us. But yeah, I really wanted. Was the letters off the side of the building because it was so iconic? Me, oh yeah. Right? And I was like, I don't know what I'll do with them. I'll find some way to display them, which I haven't found. You have an idea? Have <laughs>
0: I, I I got a guy. Got I a, got a guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, gonna th- I'm gonna. Do you want me to text him today? No, because my room's a mess. I gotta clean it out. First. Well, yeah, but he's he's, but, yeah, he's He's a carpenter and he's looking for work. He's looking for <laughs> side work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll stop okay. talking about it. All right. Um.
1: So I'm on this like. So first of all, I went to the, the Toys R Us in Springfield. And I walk up to the register in like the second to last day. I was I was making daily trips there at the end. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember. Anything, yep, yep, right? yep, yep. And I'm like, hey, and I just come from from my, my job, and I was yeah, dressed in business suit and everything. So like, it, I probably looked like I legitimately could purchase this. Probably, yeah. But I'm like, well, how much uh, would you guys want for the letters on the side of the so building? We were some cashier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And I was literally willing to spend about a grand on this because like oh, yeah. I wanted them so much. And I could, you know, just wouldn't be buying a lot of stuff for a while. But, I like, I could have done it, you know. Um, and, and she's like, well, it would probably be, like, $1,000. I'm like, okay, yeah, so can we do that? And then she's like, well, I don't know. I have to call somebody. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a cashier, you cement yeah, yeah, head. Like, like, what, what are yeah. you, what yeah. customer service desks? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, you know. maybe. All right, all right. Um, so then she calls, like, a manager over, and the manager's like, hey, I don't know. Well, she's like, give us your email address. They're like, dude, I'm losing my job here. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, give us your email address. We'll talk to, like, corporate or something. Yeah. And they never got back. To me. Right, right. So then I go on eBay, and I'm searching for these things for months. And they're going they, – Like, they, people are getting them somehow, and they're going for ridiculous prices. But then I, I had this one thing that I was watching on eBay, um, this guy in New York. And I think the only reason that these didn't sell was because he wouldn't ship them. Okay. It's too big to ship. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? he had two sets from a from a Toys R Us Express which was like a smaller version of Toys R Us yeah 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 and there was they were usually in malls and he had one from the inside of the mall and one from the outside of the mall. So, the one from the inside of the mall was a little bit smaller. Yeah. Um, but it was missing the second S. So, I basically have one set that's Toys R Us and one set that's Toys R U. Okay. All right. Um, which he had him on eBay for a wicked long time. I think he started them at like $700 and no one was buying them because he had local pickup bowl. Together. Yeah. Together. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was following it, following it, following it. And I kind of forgot about it a little bit. And then I went back on one day and took a look at it. And it was $175. And I was like, oh, oh, I get
0: it. Yeah, I I'm do this. I'm on this. Yeah, yeah bye now local,
1: local pickup only. So I'm like, where is it? He was down in Long Island. I'm like, I can do that. Three hours. I yeah. can do that. So I. Like, oh. I just gotta know. Did you tell your wife ahead of time? Oh yeah. yeah oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I bet yeah, you yeah, coming yeah. home, honey. I, like, oh, I was sending her pictures. I was like, I, I was like, uh, I, I got to go to uh, Long Island today and pick up the Toys R Us letters. So and she's <laughs> just like, you're, you're impossible. <laughs> there's, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> it was only $175, Kate. They're going for like a grand or two grand. You know, like, That's amazing. I, I "That's amazing." care. Good <laughs> yeah. for you. That's now, awesome. The guy was nice as hell. He had him in his car. I guess basically he saw, the story he told me was he he saw or his brother saw people taking them off the side of the building. Yeah. And they were just discarding them. They were literally putting them in the back, getting ready to throw them out. And he was like, hey, you should come down there. I think you can just take these. And that's the other reason he was letting him go for so so little because he's yeah. kind of for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and they were still taking them down. He's like, "Hey, can I take these?" You know, like we don't care. We're throwing them out. That's amazing. So, like, yeah. So now I I don't have them. I have the R, the the, the, the iconic R, you yeah. know, uh in the toy room, kind of standing up against the wall. But yeah, if right, I, want, right. I I we talked about get them on that little that arched.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right. Kind to of
1: get all the way across and if I can actually get them to light up again. Like they're not in
0: perfect shape, but. Um, yeah, like, but that'd be that would be the yeah. most awesome thing ever. That's no, pretty cool. Yeah, I lo- I love those. I just it's, it's, I gotta find a better way to display them. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure that out. We got to work on that. I'm someday, gonna,
1: i What I envision is someday I'm gonna be dead or whatever, and my wife's gonna call like American Pickers. Yeah, and they're gonna come over and they're going to like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The yeah, kind yeah. Of stuff
0: they're gonna buy. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 Nerd boners all yeah. over the place. Yeah, absolutely. So how did this? Uh, how did this? Uh, uh, the toys that made us a uh, Netflix thing happen. Oh, so that actually. Oh, oh. Uh, so, I actually, so if, if you, and
1: I know you kind of put the series over already, you know, I watched the ones that I was super interested in, and I was like, i really like the show so I'm going to watch a Barbie episode. I couldn't care less about Barbie, but I'm like, i going to watch the episode. It was fascinating. I'm it sure, yeah. The best episode. Oh, yeah. The story behind how it evolved and how they made it. And I'm right. I was fascinated by that stuff. So, when I heard they had announced uh, a full, at least a year, maybe a year and a half prior to doing the wrestling episode that they were going to do a wrestling episode, and I'm like, oh, well, I got, it. I got it pretty happy wrestling collection. So I emailed them and I was just like, Hey, let me send you some pictures of my stuff. Um, if there's any opportunity for me to be involved in the project, that'd be awesome. You know? Um no 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 one ever got back to me or anything yeah. like that. And you know, they went and like I think Cody's on there and Brandy. Yeah 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 all that right. you know they went and got like people that have made it, you know. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm also a wrestler because at that time I was still working um, I paid a guy to make a figure I paid a me. guy to make a figure <laughs> but I got one for free um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, it, I never heard anything back or anything right 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 I, uh, I had actually watched the episode and on Netflix what it does is you're probably familiar with this it'll pop up on the bottom of the screen and say do you want to watch the credits or do you want to go to the next episode right so after I had watched it I just clicked go to the next episode so I had no idea that was there <gasps> no yeah no, legitimately, no idea. Nobody told had. you. That's well, awesome. Then, um, uh, Pat, uh, ring announcer for Big Time, yeah, who, who I love, uh, texted me one day. He goes, "How how much is your phone blowing up about this Netflix thing?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? I had no idea." That is like, awesome. And, and then he goes, he goes dude, your stuff. He goes, there's a picture of your stuff during the credits." I'm like, "Huh?" And yeah, sure enough. There's my set. Jason Blade is a big collector. You remember
0: Jason Blade? Of course, yeah. Big collector. His his stuff's on there too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to take yep. a look. That's yep. great. A, yeah, he's a good guy. Obviously, shoot games on there. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But I'll have to. Uh, that's that's really great. Yeah. That's I just I heard that that that. That your name did was in there. I heard that, so I would just watch the episode. I waited, and sure wait enough, there it is. Being yeah.
1: like, yay! It was funny that you two people are like, "Wow, that's, that's an amazing collection." I'm like, "It's got so... It's, that that's nothing. Old, that's not even my current house. That was my old house. Oh, really? That was before. The most of that is the Hasbro figures, but it was before I had finished the set and everything. Right, right, right. Like, oh my God, if I had a picture now,
0: no, oh, yeah, right. who knows? <laughs> yeah. Just send it. The send Send a picture of your room to just to this. Just to the series. Just the room. Here you go, well, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe they'll who knows? Three interviews yeah yeah <laughs> proof right here yeah right that's amazing that's so fun that's so good. so what what is your, i know they're, they're probably not the same thing but what what is your what is your i was going to say what's your what's your most expensive and what's your favorite Ooh. so what's your what's a, what would you Ooh. think is your most your most valuable figure
1: i'm going to give you two answers okay um so the one that i know is the most valuable is out of this Hasbro line there's a there was three figures that were mail-away figures. Okay. A lot of people don't consider them part of the regular line. I do. There's one of them I don't have. There's a mail-away Undertaker figure that is, this is the, technically the only figure that Hasbro made that I don't own at this point. Okay. Uh, virtually impossible to find, and it. it literally, if you can find it, even in like rough shape, you're, you're paying a grand for it.
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: One of those things that like someday I'll hit the lottery or something. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll get it someday, somehow. But you'll um, go to
0: like an estate sale. Somebody yeah. doesn't know what they're sitting or, uh, on. Yeah.
1: To save money for once and not blow it on little plastic men and underpants. There you right? go. Yeah, and yeah. I'll yeah. save yeah. enough and I'll buy it. But <laughs> plastic men and underpants. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like you know, they came in bags. They didn't even come on cart. Backs they came in these bags you just get them in the mail in the bag of it, it's thousand it's, it's like, wow it's crazy. so I don't have that one but there was a mail and it's not much different than the regular figure so a lot of people dismiss it yeah but there was a mail away Hulk Hogan that was like his WrestleMania nine attire it was the first time they came all red with yellow boots and right, right 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 you know, it was it's a very distinctively different figure Um I bought that one a few years ago for three hundred seventy five bucks Okay. You know, um, it's gone up since to, um, I actually, I'm going to kind of job him on a little bit here, but I know uh, Scott uh, had one that he bought even earlier for cheaper and then sold it for 600 Okay. Loose without the bag. So, in a bag, it goes for about a grand. Wow. Um, uh, that was the thing. If you remember the Christmas party, I won't jab out whose party it was because I don't want people to like go rob his house. But yeah. Remember I picked up the Hogan figure in a bag and I am yeah. you guys have any idea what this is? And it's yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah. here. He has no idea. And I told him, I was like, this is worth at least a thousand bucks right now.
0: Uh, I remember that he's like, yeah, oh. like oh, really? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I take it home for my son. I swear he'll play with it. I swear, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, that so that's probably I want to have him on. By the way, I'm oh, going to have should, him on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you bet. Um, that's probably the most expensive figure uh, that I have. Um, but I have this uh, I have this Superman figure that I kind of considered possibly to I don't know what the value is. So I'm, I'm I love Superman. I've always loved Superman. He's like I am not really a superhero comic book guy, but for whatever reason, I've always loved Superman. I love the story. Oh yeah, Christopher Reeve's movie. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, so uh, when I, I'm was old, kid,
0: so I saw those in the theater. I remember when that happened. Yeah, I, I saw them at VHS. But, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's
1: dating me too, though. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the superpowers line was when Kenner got done with Star Wars, they needed something else, and they went to superheroes next. Okay. And they did superpowers, which was like all the DC superheroes. It was from like eighty four to uh, like 87, 87, actually, and. They also what I didn't know. So I was the Superman figure and the Batman figure were iconic to me as a kid. Right. So I have the Superman. I have one on a card and all this stuff that are pretty cool. But I was on eBay one day and I saw this guy had a Superpower Superman in a bag, like a mailer bag, kind of like I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell is this? And he, he had like thirty bucks on it. I'm
0: like, what
1: is that? And then I'm looking at the pictures, and this S on the back is different than the S that I'm familiar with. Okay like some kind of prototype and this guy so i just bought it I buy it now 30 bucks i bought it yeah and i'm emailing a guy and i'm like hey i'm like i'm just wondering like what's your story behind this thing and he told me he got it at this superman like uh 50th anniversary convention thing that they had at the smithsonian in 19- 1907 wow. and he's like yeah he's like you know so i'm just getting rid of it now because like, it's kind of a cool thing it's still in the original back i'm like yeah great so i get it and i'm like what the hell is this and yeah. i start posting pictures of it asking people for some help um, what I found out is it's actually a figure from uh, it's a Superpowers figure, but a company in Brazil. Cat, <laughs> cat is scratching on a thing. Cat yeah, scratch fever. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a, a, a company in Brazil had re- had released them themselves after the Superpowers line died in America. So the okay. did come out in like eighty seven. Uh, it's Brazilian. It's like people they're highly collectible as they are. But I've never seen or have I heard anybody tell me they have one in a bag like this. And I also, how did it get to the Smithsonian in 1987? Yeah. So, it's fascinating to me. and I'll probably never find the answer. But, like, it could – the fact that it's in a bag makes it unique. Like, it's – Yeah, that's awesome. They didn't release them in bags like that. So, what's the story behind it? So, I have no idea what it's actually worth. I know the regular figure sells for a couple hundred so I, I'll i never sell it because I just think it's good yeah and that's and amazing Yeah, I hope someday I find out what the actual story is and how, how did this figure from Brazil make it to a Smithsonian exhibit in 1987 and you know
0: wow um, that's amazing that's, that's a great story it's really cool it's like a mystery about it so that's kind of cool to me so what's your favorite Man. what's your favorite you own oh jeez this is tough yeah
1: this is real tough
0: I bet this is the most sentimental yeah
1: the Hulk Hogan yeah. it. that's definitely the most sentimental probably not my favorite oh dude it's one of those things. I'm thinking, like, if I had to get rid of everything, what would I keep? Right?
0: I could only keep like. Five. Or, if you, or, if you, what would you be most heartbroken if you went up there and, and it was gone? Yeah. that That's that's way too. I'm more of a pessimist than that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's honestly, it's
1: not a figure like the, the that Jason Taylor jersey I talked about. Oh, yeah, there you go. That to me would be the
0: biggest That's what thing. I should say. So, you know, that should say yeah. your favorite collectible. It probably you know, yeah. I
1: mean, that that probably is yeah. And actually, you know what? This is really weird. Um, I've never actually talked about it but this is kind of on the same level I, I, it's not even really a collectible but, um, so my dad died when I was young yeah. uh, just turned 21 when he died um, he was a big autograph guy he used to go to spring training every year and he used to get autographs and stuff. Right. and uh, he had this bag and his buddy would go he had this bag and his buddy used to always do his little satchel thing Yeah. He'd carry all his
0: pens in there yeah. and
1: all his cards or whatever we used to call it satchel page
0: <laughs> clever
1: yeah what the hell right I have that up in my toy room. Oh. It's not like fully on display, but it's kind of over in the corner. That is amazing. I never touched it after he died. I just left everything that was in there. And like, did you even look to see what was in it? Yeah, there's a bunch of minor league baseball stuff in there because he'd probably come back from a Rock Cats game or something. So like, that is awesome. That was, like, the last time he used it, that like, is actually, awesome. Probably literally my favorite thing that I have.
0: Well, of course, and that's it's a, not even really a, because that's the one thing in there that isn't replaceable. Yeah, it's yeah, like legitimately not replaceable. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, well, wow, that's it. awesome. That's really, really awesome. So, all right. So, we have, we're just going to go really quick into, we have this one constant on this podcast. It's the only thing that is constant. As you can tell, we have no agenda. This is our one constant on here. And we call it the final three. Pew, 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 pew. Questions and answers. Okay, just I'm just going to throw a question at you, and you just fire back. The first thing you Is think it's going to
1: be like the whole like, what's that guy that does the shoot interviews where it's like Dick or not Dick?
0: No, no, oh, it's not that like that. Been fun. Well, oh, I'm sure we'll get there at some point too. I think we're gonna. <laughs> I keep telling people too, If I have you on and there's an agenda to what we're talking about, I'd love to have you back on with less than of, of an agenda and just shoot the shit and just have some fun. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I, all right. Question number one: How do you take your coffee? Uh. uh there's another one yeah i got through the whole thing without doing that yeah, yeah yeah um with a little bit of almond milk that's it that's it wow yeah side of almond milk all right great uh question number two what is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater with no spoilers thumbs up thumbs down uh rise of skywalker and thumbs up yeah um Hardcore Star Wars fan.
1: Yeah. We didn't talk about it much because I actually didn't have many Star Wars movies growing up because I was in that era where it was. Right, like, right, right, right. Um, but huge Star Wars fan. Overall, I think it was a really good movie. I hated The Last Jedi, so I thought it fixed a lot of that stuff. Okay. There's a, there's one major thing that I felt like was missing that's leaving me from saying it was absolutely, like, fantastic. Uh, but I do think it was good. I think it
0: was a thumbs up. All right, cool. Good. I, um Levio was on. He said the same thing because he, but he like me. you started watching them in the seventies yeah. and coming on up. There, so there was one
1: major thing I think they had a huge opportunity to do and they didn't do, and maybe there was a reason they didn't do it that beyond just the story, right? You know, there's contractual things and stuff like that. But there was one thing where I was like, "It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna." Happen. And it just didn't happen. And that was the only thing. I walked out and I was kind of like, "Damn!" There was just
0: I needed one that thing. one thing. I'll tell you off the air. What it All was. right, sounds good. Cool. Thank you. Uh, and the third question is: Can you think of a local small business that you're not directly affiliated with that you've had some great experiences at, and you would just like to give them a quick plug. Oh, yeah. You want me to plug a local small business? Yeah. Freaking EBs. EBs. I love EBs. Yes, you do, because every time I go in there for wings, the lady that works there asks if I've seen you lately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Charlene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my best friend's mom. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Yeah, Eevees. Yeah, love bees. Every time I go in there and I, I order wings, I always get them like a little extra hot. And she's like, "You sick again?" Yes, I am because I always eat wings when I'm when I'm stuffy. Ah. cool. All right, great. That's awesome. Um, anything else? Yes. Okay. So I got something for you. Okay. Great. So, I got this new thing. Whenever I go
1: on a podcast and I talk about a toy, I've got something I want to do. So there's a re- remember if you remember the other day I texted you I said what are your favorite wrestlers? Yeah. Or what are your favorite bands? Because I know you're a music guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said cheap trick. Yeah. I couldn't help you with that one little token for you here. You said Flair was
0: one of your favorite wrestlers. One of, yeah. So, I like got a little little Flair toy oh, stuff come on to make for you. Come on. That is a, uh, I'm going to I'm going to take a picture of both of these and put them up on the page. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: It's just a little thing. It's uh, it's called I think they're called domes. Um there's a few there's like 10 guys. You stack them on top of each other and display them or whatever. Oh,
0: that's of. awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's great. That's really, really great. I love that. Thank you very much. That's fun. You're welcome. That's really awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. It was great. I'd love to have you back on. It was a lot of fun. I want to try to get people on. We're going to like review bad wrestling uh, pay-per-views. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do nice. that. That's coming up soon, too. So. Do you ever just want to review bad matches in general if there's one match? Was it you and I? No. Oh, okay. Probably. <laughs> Probably.
1: But- somewhere dr. Harris has it on video and you know what I'm talking you probably know what I'm talking about I'm not gonna job you guys out on
0: air but there is one match we need to watch okay well so we'll job out on air later yeah sure all right that sounds <laughs> great I really appreciate you coming on man it was a lot of fun and I, I really really enjoyed it um, before we sign off I'm just gonna say to everybody uh, please Hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So hit the subscribe button, please. Thank you very much. And Sean, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was great. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, sir. All right, bye. <laughs> See
1: ya.